I assume you have some problematic tweets, John. Hope I mean anybody who's on Twitter, you know. I anybody was with a mouth. Doing... Look, it's Twitter. I'm not going to defend what I said on Twitter. Okay, it's just Twitter. I was I was thinking of doing a new segment called John's Problematic Tweets. <laughs> oh, but I got I started scanning through them and I was like, eh, there's nothing here I'm really that excited about. You know, I have some pretty uh, pretty hot takes about about coffee preparation. That's when you boil uh, shit out of them. Yeah, just in a pot with water, and then you'd like you'd like do like a carousel thing with the the uh, yeah, it's hot. yeah, it's awesome. Actually, some of these tweets are pretty. I kind of wanted to do that now. Some of these tweets are pretty problematic. Now that I'm looking, you yeah. called trolls too amazing. <laughs> that's probably my most controversial tweet <laughs> oh wait troll two troll not two not two. trolls yeah. two those are yeah. two different those are two those different are, those are very different <laughs> two different ips yeah have you are you familiar with the troll franchise chris it's pretty great honestly i honestly don't remember like, i thought troll was really great but Troll Two is even better. They're totally unrelated, but yeah, you should those still trolls watch the know first how to one. rock and roll. They do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm classifying all this as problematic. This is all. Uh, this is this is all preamble. This is not going to go in the podcast. No, none of this is all going to be cut out. It's on the cutting room floor. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. You could have a fever in the dry heaves from that left-handed cigarette and shot of Old Crow you did in between the first and second show. You could have a social disease you caught from some platinum blonde bombshell in Boise. You could feel bad because you lost your wallet, your dog, your best friend, or even your wife. And no matter how bad you feel, when those house lights go down, a smile lets up in your face. Why? Cause that's Garfield. Cha 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 cha. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winner, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Adam Catscratch, and I am Jim Davis. Chris Adam, it's Tuesday, January twenty fifth, nineteen eighty three. Today we are gathered here in the same room mm-hmm. together yep. to read the one thousand six hundred eighty second ever Garfield strip. What happens in this Garfield? John, in today's Garfield, I'm looking forward to discussing the situation with John Arbuckle's bed with the two of you. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, this, this is going to be, uh, we're breaking new ground here. Also, I've found another of your problematic tweets. This one's from February 15th that says, Thank you, Twitter. I require no further information at this time. <laughs> it's, uh, it- You're asking to be canceled. Is there like a screenshot in there or something? Yeah, but I didn't look at so it. Like, oh, okay, all right. America's number like one news better. source, Twitter. I think I was tweeting. I was. It's I think I was tweeting context. a picture of the trending topic, which I found funny. I think it would have been better just as a yeah. as a lone tweet. Probably would have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can still do that. Have you thought of like just tweeting like, "Okay, everybody, that's enough tweets. <laughs> that's it. We're done here. <laughs> Let's wrap it up." Twitter has been finished. Um, all right. I don't want to get off the rails here, uh-huh. but in panel one, yeah. uh, John Arbuckle, uh, noted comic strip protagonist. Oh, God, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> is lying in repose uh, yeah. on 
a bed? Uh, mm. It's it's uh, really it's, it's interesting. Uh, bed like <laughs> entity. It could be a uh, fainting couch. It could be a. Nap I don't know nook. what's going on here. It's like there's only. Uh, it, I mean, what's going on here? Okay, <laughs> it's like half I, of a twin bed. It's like half of a twin bed, isn't it? We see the bottom of the bed, which yeah. we don't normally see. Right? If it's I think a that's bed. The, that's the most striking thing about it. Okay. We see where it meets the floor. Yeah, we're. And, you know, we see some like fabric lines and uh-huh. stuff. You know, it's you, clearly like meant oh, to be a bed. But it's not it, thick okay. enough. Yeah, it's not thick it's, enough. Okay, he, that's definitely. It's a just a mattress. It's, it's just a mattress. No, no, it's just it? like a piece of plywood with a sheet <laughs> draped over it. Yeah, it can't be a mattress because, spoiler alert, Garfield goes under it. So it's not just a mattress. You know what I think it... Okay, starting at the beginning, mm-hmm. we all agree that's a pillow under his head, right? Like First, that's, that's the a, earth cooled. He's got that mouth. And then the, the dinosaurs came. Where did the dinosaurs go? Okay, um, it's definitely a pillow. I wonder if that's like a coffee table. That's what I was just getting. <laughs> Like with a tablecloth <laughs> over it. That's what it looks in the like. Yeah. Because it's like it's about as wide as a mattress, but then Garfield goes under it. So like, there's no mattress under there. Yeah. John would think that was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think okay. I, I maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe it's more of like a chaise lounge or something. But this is the. The end without the armor. The, yeah, well, there's, there's no, no back. Armrest, there's no. There's, there's no, no backboard. There's no rest of any kind. I mean, where's the fucking counterpane? I mean, I feel like half of the pillow is missing too. Mm. Like it looks like we should see more of it. Is, do you feel like he's up against a dimensional portal or something on the edge? Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. If you look like, like right near Garfield. Uh huh. Where the bed meets the wall? Yeah. It looks like, oh, okay, that's a motion line. I thought okay. it was skirting at first. Yeah, you're okay. right, though. It's not. I was about to take John Jim Davis to task for having skirting but, in panel one and not panels but two and three. But angle of the bed here yeah. with the wall. Oh, okay. And we see more of the wall in panel two. Yeah. Where it's like, what? These things are at an angle that they should, like, there should not, the wall should prevent that. These angles do not like, exist in it nature. Doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, the wall, the bed is just intersecting with the wall. Yeah. I, the, this is madness. This is, this is the kind of bedroom setup you would expect from, like, Alistair Crowley. This is, this is, like, pattern magic to evoke an e- evil god. Um. Anywho, John's got this book he's reading. It's red. It's hardback. Could be Aleister Crowley. Um. He's fully clothed and he's on top of the blanket, and he's saying, "Hey, Garfield, there's a lasagna." What? Okay, I have not read the dialogue up until now. He, this doesn't. Ma- he says, "Hey, Garfield, there's a lasagna under the bed," and he's pointing under the bed with his finger, his pointer finger, and Garfield's now very excited, running towards under the bed. Garfield's pretty uh, small in this. He is, yeah, actually, he's, yeah, he's like a reasonable size. That's a, he's cat sized. Yeah. yeah, he's for the first time ever. Yeah, sometimes he's human sized. Yeah, uh, or his head is at least you know. Anyway, uh, panel two, uh, Garfield has disappeared from sight. Presumably, he is underneath the bed, mm-hmm. and John, uh, I guess, goes back to reading his book. 
And he's got a little look of smug satisfaction. Yeah. I'm looking at and his pinky is up just a little bit. His right pinky. Well, he's a he's a cultured individual, John. He's an urban sophisticate. That's why I mention it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking. I'm looking up Alistair Crowley's <laughs> Wikipedia page. Okay. So uh, in the third panel, um, uh-huh. <clears throat> Garfield emerges. He reemerges from underneath the bed. Covered with a bunch of uh, scribbly black lines and specks and, and shit. Mm-hmm. And John, smiling obsequiously, says, Thanks for dusting under the bed for me, Garfield. Garfield. Gar- Garfield's thinking a witty riposte. Okay. He's thinking, I hate you. It's fun. It's what we're all thinking. Yeah. It is. This one doesn't do a lot for me. <laughs> I like the setup. I I think panel one is kind of fun on its own. I like the impossible bed angles. Yeah, I like the idea um, that John maybe has like a nap nook and he's like, well, I don't need to sleep yeah. here for full term, so I'll just make it half of a bed <laughs> so that I'm not very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And that it really, really doesn't look comfortable at all. I, and I like seeing John lying down on be- like over the covers. I don't think we've ever seen that. Oh, maybe yeah, that's what no, his that distended belly usually is. Is that book? It's a book. Oh, he always has a book <laughs> on his belly. <laughs> do you think? Um, yeah, that would make sense. Like, do you? Th- okay, since it's been established that John is reading the works of Aleister Crowley in that book. Do you think that rather than a coffee table, he's just on like a floating board with a, mm. you know, with a, a, a sheet over it? Like he's just levitating there? You could pass a hula hoop right over him. God, I would love to as well. <laughs> Wait, I got a text and I zoned out for a second. Uh, we're, we're talking about putting John through a hula hoop? We're talking you about know illusions, you, you know you- John. Yeah, you know, you know you've always wanted to pass a hula hoop over John Arbuckle. Don't pretend you haven't. Also, I, I have. It's true. Is it common knowledge that Alistair Crowley was uh, posited to be uh, a fantastic stage for, magician? I know. I was going to say worked for. Yeah, that's common knowledge. Chris. Okay, then. I knew that. No, God sorry. Damn it. Chris he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was. Yep. All right. No, it that, says. It says here he worked for British intelligence. Is that true? Is that a thing people believe and know? Is, is that like I a conspiracy theory? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They wouldn't put it in Wikipedia if it was just a conspiracy theory. Apparently, this I is mean, something that um, it's unlike the little, the little uh, preview part of his Wikipedia article too. It's not even. Like oh yeah, yeah. We we don't read the full articles anymore, folks. We <laughs> we, we only read the preview. How could he have been the most wicked man if he worked for the government? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's those are clearly point. in conflict. Yeah, yeah. That's a good no. Yeah, no. That's fair. Uh, I think we're done with this one. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Oh. Hey, what? John, as you know, every Tuesday we reach into the mailbag. Um, no, you can't do that today. And it's we're Tuesday. not doing. We're not doing. You can't do that today. You John, can't do that today. 
It's the first day of spring today. It's Tuesday. It's the first day Tuesday. of spring. Okay. It's, um, or I don't know. That's right. I saw is. a bird. It's the uh, yeah, it's, equinox. It's equinox. The first, it's the first day of spring. First, the equinox is the first day of we spring. We clean right? up, clean up our act, and that's why we're bidding a fond farewell to our recurring segments, How You Doing, and the <laughs> quiz one that I never named, where you had to choose a thing. But we got to reach into the mailbag, John, because we got some great, got some great emails here. Um, uh, got this one. Never, never again will I get to choose odds and ends. <laughs> got this one from uh, from Kendall Hallman, friend of the show. Kendall Hallman, uh, subject line: Do you still do this segment? Kendall writes: <laughs> I'm like six weeks behind on the podcast, but I've been listening between soul crushing phone calls at work. Today I heard that Beverly clearly Cleary died. And I was oh, I didn't read this in advance. This turns out to be sad. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? I knew Beverly Cleary died, but I didn't want to be remembered of it while talking about Garfield. Okay. Okay. Um, Today I heard that Beverly Cleary died and was going to write a tweet or Facebook post about how Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing was just one of many cynical, borderline existential pieces of children's literature that probably contributed to the endless depression everyone in my generation deals with decades later, or something like that. Hey, John, without looking it up, who wrote Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing? It says for me to pause while you answer. Is that not Beverly Cleary? It was Judy Bloom. Yeah. Beverly okay. Cleary wrote Ramona Quimby, age eight. I can't believe I mixed that up. This email is real stream of consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Could have gone back and changed it, saved yourself some uh, embarrassment. But seriously, how messed up was that book? Your little brother murdered your pet. You should be grateful because he survived Whoa. eating it. I don't. I'm. I don't remember. I have not read this. that book. Mm-mm. Yeah. I apparently I feel, tales of a eighth grade. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing was written by Alistair Crowley. Um, Who knew the fourth grade curriculum involved teaching kids to accept how unfair and horrible life was between teaching them the 50 states and times tables? Keep up the quality podcasting. Kendall. Sorry, go on. Mm. Mm. No, I I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Well, then, moving on to the next email. It's good. It's good email. Next email. email. Subject line, guest hosts. Dear Chris and John. Recently, you've had a few weeks where regular listeners step in and record a whole week's worth of episodes for you, (laughs) and the two of you don't appear on the show at all. I get that this is a funny gimmick, and I appreciate that you two probably need a break once in a while, (laughs) but I hope it doesn't become a regular feature of being Jim Davis. I actually listen to the podcast because I enjoy the dynamic between the two of you. Nothing against the guest hosts, but you have very specific, fun, comedic voices, and I wouldn't want to lose them. Sincerely, literally no one. No one sent this email <laughs> because no one feels oh, thank this God. way. In fact, everyone hates you. We were all relieved to hear other people on the show, and we hope you're dead. Chris, if you're reading that this was... on air right now, don't use the tone of your voice to try to make it a joke. It's not a joke. It's serious. You're the worst. Your podcast sucks. The world would be better off without you. I hope you both die. Sincerely, your mom or John, you would wow. know me better as your aunt Cindy. That's cruel. Uh, you know, but accurate. Yeah, no, it was fair. It's fair and accurate. Yeah, say even-handed. Um, yeah, your yeah. mom's a great writer. 
She is. She's a, she, she is, is a good a, writer. Yeah. We've one final email. <laughs> this I just oh, looked at the. I just looked at the two lines. Uh-huh. This is from um, listener Cinte C I N T E, and it's sent to Emily at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Hello, friend. How are you? This is Doris from Shenzhen, China. Glad to meet oh. you here. We are very professional and manufacture various kinds of metal parts, such as CNC parts, turning parts, milling parts, grinding parts, drilling parts, parts, punching parts, (laughs) stamping parts, forging parts, bending parts, die casting parts, and etc. Sheet metal fabrication. (laughs) If you are right looking for those kind of products, and John, I think think you are, please kindly Mm -hmm. give us a chance to quote for you. I do hope the fruitful cooperation will begin to do it today. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks and best regards, Doris. I assume she is sending that to Emily Kojas, who is the only Emily associated. With yeah, the show. presumably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's all the email I've got. Let's order some some bending some parts. grinding parts. I would. That's fun. That was some good emails. Yeah. You can, listeners, you can email us oh. at beingjimdavis.com. Emily. Thank you and good night. Good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.